Records. I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch. Bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen weekly. Um, thank you for the reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review because they really, really help. As you know, I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, I'm everywhere. So subscribe wherever you listen to all your podcasts at and um let's get into this episode so to week this week sorry been drinking wine <laughs> this week my co-host is streetsy and you know let us know a little bit about you hey um my name is streetsy i'm a web designer and a graphic designer and i'm also the executive producer of the web series pieces and I do a whole bunch of other stuff too. So yeah, tell us the other st- like um, she does a lot. She just I just learned about this web series and I watched the clip and I was like, bro, how do you even like when I think about the production of like TV shows, like my mind can't even wrap around like all of the little things that go into it. So yeah. I was like, wow. Um, yeah. So I also have a merchandise line that is called Hustle With A Goal. I have workbooks that are about business and planning. I sell jewelry. Um, what else do I do? <laughs> I do a whole bunch of That's stuff. It's a hustler, bro. I don't know how to like describe it. I just do a whole bunch of stuff. What's your Instagram? Streetsy. At Streetsy. You got to spell it because you know, people don't know how to spell it. So it's S-C-R-E-E-T-S-Y. <laughs> like streets with a Y. Okay. At the end. <laughs> and then the Instagram for your planner page? It's Hustle With A Goal. Okay, yeah, I should know how to spell yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. And how, then I don't know what to say. <laughs> the YouTube series. It's Pieces Series on Instagram and YouTube and okay. Twitter. Yeah. So, where do we start? Wherever you want um, to. <laughs> so, how did you get into, like, graphic designing? I, I want to know about, like, all of these little, uh, not little, but I want to know about all of these things that you have built in a sense so um okay so the graphics i learned graphics from my dad he taught me i was i lived with him for a really brief time probably like a year and during that time he taught me how to build websites and how to do graphic designs i think i was like 15 14 15 and ever since then i really loved it and mm-hmm. i just would always do it that was like black planet myspace days and stuff so Yo. i was doing like backgrounds and making people's pages look crazy. People would hit me up like, hey, could you make me a background? Could you make me a little header? And I would do it for them. And ever since then, I just continued to teach myself how to do websites and coding and graphics. And I never stopped from there. That's dope. OK, yeah. you want to laugh? Yeah. So <laughs> when like Black Planet first came out, I'm like, I'm probably like 12, right? I don't know <laughs> shit. I really wanted like a hot page. And I. I didn't know that copy and pasting was a thing. Like, so, <laughs> being that I was young and I had all the time in the world, I literally, like, wrote down the code. Oh, my God. <laughs> for a back. <laughs> Hell no. Like, literally, like, wrote down the, because you know the, the yeah, code that you. Yeah, codes, yeah. I wrote, like, backslash, forward slash. Like, oh, I wrote no. that shit. Down. Like, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I didn't. I had no clue like 
like I wasn't on the computer a lot, and I like I I think at that time my parents would let me use it for like you know That's two like hours AOL or whatever. Days. Yes, oh, you only have so, so much time. <laughs> I knew nothing, and I remember like writing it all down, and I entered it in, and it had the nerve to not work. Like oh I was. Gosh. <laughs> and then when I learned what copy and paste was, I was like. Yeah, see, my dad taught me how you could just search somebody's, like, um, source and go go to somebody's page and just copy their whole code. Mm-hmm. So I would just go to people's page, like, oh, I like this layout, and I would just copy the whole code. Oh, there's, like, a way to, like... Yeah, and I would just, like, change the pictures into my pictures instead. You know what's so yep. crazy? Somebody just emailed me, and they were, like... I guess it's, like, a new website where, like, they host podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, oh, you know, we just wanted to introduce uh, the website to you. Your podcast is already on the website. And I'm, like, how's my podcast on this website? Like... And they're like, oh, because your RSS feed oh. is like, yeah. There was like, since it's public, we could just like put your so show yeah, on our thing. And I was head. like, okay. So then I went on there, and there's literally like every podcast like in the world is on that website. And wow. I was like, okay, more views. Yeah, so exactly. Listen. So I was just like, I emailed them back. I was like, well, thank you. But <laughs> it's so funny you think things are private, but like no. everything, everything on the internet is public. Honestly, mm-hmm. so right click away, and you can just see what's going on behind the scenes on somebody's website. Right, I do it every day. Like I have clients because I do web design. I have clients that be like, "Yeah, I need to update my website," and I'll like go to their website, look at their whole code, look at everything. I'm like, "Yeah, so you're on Squarespace. You use them to Steam. You on the wait, so and they're like, wait, how do you know all of this?" And I'm like, "Uh, I looked in your website. <laughs> Is there like a back end that you go to like to put everything in, or you just like?" Well, it's just like you right click and you can view the source. And when Damn, you view the bro. source, if you know how to read it, you'll be able to just you'll know. Some people don't know how to read it, so they'll click that and like it means nothing. But, but to I you, know how to read it. so I'm like, all right, yeah, you're you're using Squarespace or you're using WordPress, you using this theme. I see that this is your CSS page. Like I just tell them all that. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Are you know all this stuff. <laughs> Yo, that's a little scary. I mean, it's like... I mean, that, you won't really get too much information from that. The most that could happen with that is, like, if you have a website, mm-hmm. somebody could, like, steal your whole theme. Um. Not your theme, but they'll know, like, how you got your layout. They mm-hmm. could just download your layout from whatever site. But also, if you don't buy, like, you know when you buy your .com? Like, if you don't buy that private thing, all your info basically is out there anyways, right? Yeah, you know but I mean, I don't put my real info there. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm not putting. I my learned real that a long time there. ago because whenever like <laughs> when they're like, oh, for like an extra nine dollars a year, like we'll keep everything private, and it's just like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm not giving you my real address and shit. Yeah, 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 right. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm not paying a whole ten dollars for you to protect my identity. Right. Yeah, the online world is yeah. different. Okay, so. <laughs> Now we're gonna go to planners. Okay. How did you get into that? Planners and jewelry, like right. Okay. And so, um, with the jewelry, I did that. I was doing that like five years ago, and I stopped. Mm-hmm. I was just really frustrated with people doing chargebacks and stuff. I was younger, so I didn't really have like the patience or the energy to deal with the business aspect of having a business. Okay. It was like just cool to have a business. I'm making custom jewelry. I'm selling accessories. Everybody's wearing my stuff. That's when influencer marketing wasn't really that big. And at that time, I had, like, star tenders wearing my stuff. I had a lot of people wearing my stuff. So um, it kind of, like, I think I had Gracie wear one of my earrings. Mm-hmm. 
And like the next day, I had like thirty orders, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, shit. Like I wasn't even prepared. That's for what that. you like, sis. I got an ankle <laughs> bracelet for you. Like yeah, throw like, that on, bro. I was not ready for that, and I was like making stuff in my grandmother's living room, and people would like, you know, I wasn't ready for like chargebacks. I didn't know how to deal with customer service. I didn't know how to deal with any of that stuff. So I was just like, "Yeah, I'm over this. I don't want to do this anymore." So I stopped, and um, I recently picked it back up about what, six months ago and started making the jewelry again. Okay, but. Before I started making the jewelry, I did the planner. My first planner was my business planner workbook. And the reason why I made that is because through doing web and graphic design, I ended up just doing consulting because most of these people that try to book me don't know what they're doing with their business at all. And I would always ask them, like, what's your ultimate goal? What are you trying to do with your business? Do you have a business plan? And nobody ever had a business plan. So I'm like, all right, I need to just make a workbook that's kind of interactive that'll ask them the questions the way that somebody like me would ask them versus mm-hmm. somebody who's more corporate just a way for someone who's not business savvy like a way for them to understand and help them formulate their thoughts better right so i just created the workbook and i put it on amazon and it did really really well wow and after i did that i was like let me do another planner because i realized that there was another void with people hitting me up like hey i'm a procrastinator how can i help and i'm just like wait i'm not that's me like i I don't know how to help you guys i'm sorry so i made a 90-day planner and it's inspired by like hip-hop and um just a whole bunch of all of the baddies that we love i like to call them baddies so i have like cardi b beyonce Nicki minaj um sahari i have Oh, Miss um, Obama, like I have everybody in there, like mm-hmm. every woman that you could look up to for whatever reason, I have them in there. Every day, there's different quotes from different women. I also have quotes from like Drake, Wale, anything that's like about productivity. Mm-hmm. I have different quotes and stuff like that in there. So those are the planners, and that is yeah, dope. Okay, <laughs> so pieces, yeah. the YouTube series. <laughs> that's my show. Yeah, we got a hustler on this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do so many things; it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, pieces. It's the web series. It's about women who kind of take over credit card scamming, credit card fraud in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. So they. Kinda, and when did it? When did you like? When did you start it? The first season was in 2015, and then we did season two, 2016, and season three, 2017 wow yeah. <clears throat> so and the next season is tbd i don't know maybe i don't know maybe maybe Thinking not about it <laughs> i think I, I definitely think you i saw a clip and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna binge watch it like i'm gonna i love binge watching shows like when i get a good saturday or sunday to myself so i'm definitely gonna watch it but i just can't wrap my head around how you do all of this shit i was like that is amazing because i only th- i only th- um saw the planners right with pepper and yeah and then the jewelry and i was like oh okay and then when you came you were like oh but i'll do this and i'll do this and then you started i was like oh shit all right it's lit okay yeah, like i never know what someone knows me from because i do so many things so mm-hmm. it's just like oh yeah i do that and then they're like oh you know her from this and i'm like okay yeah i do that too like it's the same person I'm right the same person. so how do you I guess for some people, it's always like, oh, you know, you should focus on like this one thing. And then like once you like once you excel in that, then you should go to other things. But like, I guess how do you like get that confidence to just be like, nah, I could do this and this and this and this like. 
Honestly, whatever I do, I feel like I'm filling a void for something I see that's not done. And mm-hmm. also, what I do is always calculated. Like, I'm never just picking up and just randomly doing stuff. I'll think about something for, like, six months to a year before I just pick up and do it. Right. So, uh, somebody might be like, damn, you just dropped a plan. And I'm like, girl, I've been designing this plan for, like, six months. And before I designed it, I thought, do people really need this? Right. Like, am I wasting my time doing this or not? So, um, I think that helps me a lot with actually being successful with the things that I do. Mm -hmm. Because I think about whether it's even necessary and whether there's a market for it to begin with. Like, with pieces... We decided to do that show because there was no show about girls at all. There was no web series, and there was no web series about scamming. And nobody wanted to touch that topic. That was I feel like that was only like a New York thing. No. No, well, I didn't. So I moved to New York in 2007. And I was like, I had just got out of high school. Like, I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, because I've always been a fashion girl. Like, Mm -hmm. I study fashion all my life i went to fit like you know used to be the girl like saving up her checks to go to bergdorf's like that was me when i came to new york i was like how are these girls in brooklyn got chanel bags i was like (laughs) and you know i'm like like i'm walking around with this like mark jacobs and like it's like it's cool but it ain't chanel but you know what's so funny that you say that is because that's literally how the show starts they're in the club and one of the characters is like how are these men getting all this money to pop all of these bottles? Mm-hmm. And the other friend is like, girl, you don't know they scamming? And she's like, Yo, that's scamming. literally how that? it happened. So that's like, like how it starts. Okay. That's so, cause that's <laughs> how it happened for me. Because I was like, wow, everybody in New York is so fly. Don't get me wrong. I, I know New, like, New York is like the fashion capital, right? But I'm like, well, besides like Paris, but I'm like, everybody's so fucking fly. Like fly, fly. Like every like, bitch got a Chanel bag. I was like, and some of these girls got Birkins? Word. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, and at the time, like, I was working at Circuit City. I was only making, like, probably, like, $10 an hour. I was also paying for my college. And I'm just, like, wondering, like, how everyone is, like, like you said, how people are popping bottles mm. up. And then someone. Like, not only are you popping bottles, you fly, too. Listen. And you got a car. <laughs> listen. Oh, before I went to FIT, I went to BMCC mm. for, like, a year. And I used to date this guy. And I used to just be like, he used to have, like, all Louis Vuitton. He used to have, like, everything. And, like, I went to his house, and his house was nice. Like, it wasn't <laughs> bad. Like, you know, nice house in Bed-Stuy, but it wasn't, like... Like, you're rich. Yeah, so I'm like, how could... how? Yo, Steven Spruce for Louis Vuitton had just came out. And, you oh, know, all yes. of that shit... All the scammers. <laughs> but it was one of them things, like, I guess when you're... A person who like really studies fashion like of course you come from like this i came from a town in the midwest and it was like those things to me i was like i'm gonna get those one day but like i know i'm gonna have to bust my like i gotta work i gotta do all of this so like it's like i saw it and i loved it but i knew i couldn't afford it so i'm like like i know this i know me and this guy ain't too far apart in life like (laughs) how's he getting all this and he never would tell me yo he told me that his father was from london (laughs) and maybe that was true but he was like his dad. Also, he worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> also, he, yeah. So he was like, "Oh, my dad sends me money every month." And I was like, "I didn't, I didn't know no better. I'm naive. I'm like, like okay, you 
you got a rich dad. Okay, cool. yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And he got arrested, and I was like, oh, like mm. a, a while later, and then everything. Came, and I was like, oh, holy shit! I had no, like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. World. I was like, I was being fooled the whole time. I never knew, blah, blah blah. And then, yeah. I think back then it was definitely a lot more low key too. Mm. Like I recently then. Recent years, people are more like yeah. Not nobody dating a girl. He want her to know exactly. Back then, it was like I'm not telling him. Yeah, I had no clue. I was like, oh, you spoiled. Okay, like that's fine. So I think that you'll definitely like the show because they literally start off not knowing what the hell it is Mm -hmm. to taking over it and having the guys they was looking at in the club popping bottles working for them. Wow, and I'm pretty sure that's how it was (laughs) for a lot of people. Yes, <laughs> so you'll love it. All right, well, if y'all want a good web series, this is it. And it's probably like the next Easter Ray, so, you know. Yeah, it starts on YouTube, <laughs> and then it just grows. Well, honestly, that's dope. Like, I'm like, I need to work harder, shit. Um, damn, that's so amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into this week's, this week's topics. Um one of i guess the biggest thing that's going around is like it seems like everyone is picking on cardi b mm-hmm. and i guess it all like started with azalea banks she did an interview on the breakfast club um where basically she was saying that i guess she called cardi b a ghetto black roach or something <laughs> like that and oh, man. yeah and she was just basically like, listen, uh, a dark-skinned black woman could never get away with the things Cardi B gets away with when it comes to, like, misspelling or speaking the way in how she speaks or, you know, being, being quote-unquote, like, get unapod- unapologetically ghetto and, mm-hmm. like, you know, just kind of... She said she's just being a caricature. Like, she's... And... I understood some of azalea banks points but i don't think that cardi b is necessarily the problem like i think it's more so like the media Mm -hmm. versus you know and and not like cardi b and i think it's kind of fucked up that she made it all about like this one person where it's just like no the world in general like clearly has an issue with black women right um, so, yeah, what do you think about it? I agree 100%. I feel like that's not Cardi B's fault. Like, she's going to ride the wave she, to be successful, and she's being authentic, so it's not like she's pretending to be a ghetto person. <laughs> yeah, it would be one thing. If, get like, have you things? ever seen that girl, Whoa, Vicky, that white girl? No. Bro, it's this white girl. And first of all, she says nigga, like it's oh. nothing. And she wears lace front. She, is get- she says she's from the hood. This girl... She speaks like I can't even, but she just be, she was she was basically like, oh you niggas is fucking talking about me, but I'm from the hood, fuck y'all, blah blah. blah. And it's just like you look, mind you, she got this little Asian homegirl that she roll around with, and she ghetto too. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? She recently did a video where um she was like, fuck Snoop Dogg, blah blah blah. blah. So Snoop Dogg did a video, and he was like, listen, you white dog face bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Oh my god! He was like, "I'm gonna whoop all y'all asses." And then he came back. He was like, "Nah, I'm just joking. I don't give a fuck about right, y'all." Somebody dragged him. <laughs> yeah, women, um, and he didn't even do it. But I really do think that Cardi B is being herself. Yeah. I don't think she's 
like we have seen Cardi B since like I feel like Instagram started and she was making these videos and honestly like she pulled herself together from where she started because she, sure she I'm pretty sure she has some videos that she looks back at and she cringes at because it's just like Ooh, well, like you get what I'm saying like I remember she used to talk about farting and then she would fart. like she used to do some shit that you would be like I like being ghetto, but I ain't doing that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like she would wake up crossing her eyes. Yes, like with the camera in her face on Instagram. So I mean, I think that if I honestly, I really feel like if it was a dark skinned woman that started off like that, it would be the same thing. To be honest, just because of where she started. At oh, like you think she, she? Oh, so you think that she would have the same type of success? If it was, I do think so. Yeah. yeah. If it would, if she started the same way, yeah, maybe because I really feel like I feel like even for people like for the consumers, right? It's not even about like yeah, the music is cool and the beats are dope, but I feel like we are genuinely happy for yeah. this person, like. And even with the men, I don't think men are that many men are rooting for her because she's like a sex symbol. Because most of us know her body is fake, right? All of us know her body. Yeah, is fake. she doesn't lie about it. I personally don't think she has like the best boob job. No, yo. The other night, my friend was like, "We're still trying to find Cardi B nipples," and I was like, "Bro, don't be shady." And her butt, you know, it's not the it's best a, looking fake butt. Yeah, but it ain't. I feel like all these fake asses is bad, it's, especially in Atlanta. Right. It's been a while since I've seen a nice fake, fake butt ass. So, with that being said, I don't think that it's her being a light skinned bad looking vixen mm-hmm. that's the reason why she's successful. Right. So, no, I I think if it was a black. Dark skinned black girl, brown skinned black girl, and they had the same exact journey, it would have been the same thing. Yeah, I think so. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, and now that I'm thinking about, like, how we kind of, like, fell in love with Cardi B, like, yeah, it makes sense yeah. because she didn't come out, like, she didn't just come out, like, giving us music. She came out, like, really giving us, like, herself, herself and, like, like being genuine and also not giving a fuck. Like I even remember like back in the day she used to post videos like, Yeah, I see y'all all y'all in my comments, but I don't give a fuck and but like <laughs> literally like she been cursing us out. Exactly. She been telling us to suck a dick like <laughs> Um, nothing has changed it. So yeah, I didn't even think about like the journey like that because I was like, yeah, I get what Azalea Banks is saying. Like they would never let a black woman like just come in but and be like just that. Come in exactly. So yes, that does make perfect People sense. People were literally throwing money at her and smacking her butt in a club. Like right. <laughs> and those same people are like, wow. Mm-hmm. I used to throw money. Yeah, they used her. to talk about her teeth. They used to talk about how she was a stripper and all this other types of shit like so yeah they would have did it said a dark skin girl she just the stars aligned for her she ended up on love and hip-hop that gave her great exposure and then right. she networked with the right people she was determined yeah i know dj self is mad oh, i don't know if that was God. real or not like because you know love and hip-hop's not real like you never know if it's like you you don't know if it's like a real deal or not but i always wonder if he ever looks back and just like this girl's a star I think he's sick. I mean, they're trying to do their thing with the other people. I'm not going to yeah. say no names. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But I I, it's a lot people. of... It's a lot of female rappers on the ups, which I like. Some of them, I'm like, no, throw it away. Like, I can't. And some of them, I'm like, this is... You know how I really like? And only because I like her from Love & Hip Hop. I love Mariah Lynn. I like her too. <laughs> like I, 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 like her. I, I dream. For her. I dream, and I, her music not that bad. Okay. Like I've seen like little clips on Instagram. I'm like this shit is not horrible. Like 
I, she is one person that and like from hearing her story like her mom was like on drugs and like she just been through a lot of shit so i always just been like yo if there's one person that i want to like really make it you know it's mariah i want Lynn. her to make it but i don't think she's gonna make it yeah and it's not a so it's like in the rap game yeah yeah i don't she think have to do something else i definitely think she's gonna have like her her, her nice little fan base yeah. but yeah i don't think like i don't think it's gonna be a cardi b story i think all of these girls are hoping for a cardi b story which i feel like if i was a female rapper i would probably feel the same way too Nah, it's not gonna happen i'd be like wait in like we're only gonna give you like no. yeah bro we only give I'm one only person in one ratchet person uh-huh. <laughs> not even now you think about like all the female rappers who are out now and like you know it's pretty it's like Nicki minaj who is like she well she announced that her new album is coming out in june mm-hmm. it's going to be called queen okay. i'm i'm a Nicki fan really yes okay when she's not I don't. Everybody I don't like the. Sons. I don't like the way she's been moving for the past few months. I really do feel like she lost her confidence, and I feel like she lost her confidence. But she tried to be strong, and it didn't work. Like you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of one of the things. Like fuck everybody, I'm the best. Blah blah. But I feel like deep inside, like deep down, she was just like maybe people don't really fuck with me the way you get what I'm saying. Like it was kind of. Mm. Are you a Nicki fan? No. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do like some of her songs. Uh-huh. Like so it's not that I don't like her music. Right. But um I don't really like some of the things she does as a person. Yo, I heard genuinely I really think Nicki Minaj is a bitch. Like from what I've heard. Yeah, she is. Um to be honest, like so Safari and my husband, they used to dance back in the days together, Flex in Brooklyn. They're really, really close, really uh-huh. close friends. Um I'm really close with his sister like and stuff so i know a lot of things that other people don't really know Mm -hmm. so that alone makes me feel like uh you a shitty person yeah no when (laughs) when remy ma was like she was making calls and stopping her money i was like bro it's fucked up like you're Nicki minaj like you don't you're gonna get money regardless you don't have to block remy ma money like she just got out of jail like let's just live but to my knowledge from people that i know that from sources Mm -hmm. she's always been like that Oh, so that's it's, not like a it's famous thing. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe because she that's got like money. A personality thing. I know. The other day, my friend was like, "Oh, we're as far get back together." I was like, "Bro, I don't think it's that's happening. Not happening." He's not. I it. don't think. If I, he ever says it in a song, it's because he knows it's gonna get views. It's not because that's how he. He got some music out. I, I remember when his. Is dope. He did it on the Breakfast Club, right? Mm-hmm. Where he had the money out yeah. and the girl dancing. <laughs> yeah it's so crazy because um he was at like my husband's event and i took a picture with him and i posted it on my instagram and like that was the same night that his whole nudes leaked so i woke up in the morning and i'm like why the hell is this picture getting so many likes on my page what's going on and then i'm like oh this guy there's a nude his i didn't see it i didn't look at it i didn't look at it i don't Listen. want to know about it but i was just like what the hell is going on i saw here? it and then the song dropped the next day and i'm like oh <laughs> the girls was in love oh you said you saw it yeah i saw it <laughs> i was like okay you know <laughs> i genuinely like safari i like from love and hip-hop um i don't know he just seemed like a cool dude like he don't seem like he'd be with the shiz like he do, he literally seems like you know i always categorize like people like safari 
and like Terrence J and damn, who was that other guy? What's Mariah Carey's ex husband name? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Like the, to me, guys like that are like just genuinely a good time. Like they mm-hmm. don't give, they don't want to be in no drama. Like they're just chilling. Even sure. though they 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 they're three totally different people. Right. I'm always just like those that are the energy. guys like like you should date because like they're probably not fucking assholes like you're a lot chilling, of these guys. Yeah. Have a good time and be a fool, but just being a fool, having mm-hmm. fun. Like, but yeah, for that reason, it's just kind of hard for me to like yeah. like her. But I'm not going to front. There's some songs that it doesn't matter. It's coming on. I'm singing the lyrics. Like, right. I can't deny that it's hot. I can't say she's whack. She's not. So You feeling the two new songs or it's like nothing hit Not you? really, but it's just like beating into my head so I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I respect the business, but hopefully she gives us some fire in this next album. Like, I, I'm all for the girls. Like, right. I love it. And I really would love that energy that we had in like the late 90s early 2000s where we had kim and foxy and eve and you know all of these girls out and there was a variety of different sounds mm-hmm. and different people we could relate to even if they were talking about the same stuff it was just being said a different way right or there was different swag you had kim dressing like this foxy dressing like this yeah. my girl eve came out with the iconic outfits remember oh, fetish oh my god the jeans were like what, like four hundred dollars? No, I remember well, people people be sleeping on Eve. Okay, she had a Eve show. Was dope. She had her own show. People really. She had a song with Gwen Stefani. Oh, that was and like that song was hard. yes, and it still gets played to this day. Like, and that goes to show you that there is money. You know what I mean to be made, and I would love for it to be a place where we could have Nikki and Cardi and. Whoever else wants to come out, I would love to see a beautiful... Well, Remy is out, but I feel like she's an OG, so I would love yeah. to see um, a younger brown girl come out that would be more... Well, it's the city girls. And, yes, I need to get into their music, and but I've seen They're them. They're from I like Miami. I, I love them. Look, so like That's dope. I like all the shit they be talking. How long have they been out? Okay. I was introduced to them by my friend. They were on... So they're signed to whoever Migos and them are signed to, like QC oh, or whatever. Okay, so it's called yeah, <laughs> and they're two girls from Miami. They're probably like 24, 23 or whatever. They're young, and their first song was called "Fuck That Nigga." Oh. And let no, you know what? Let me play you a little clip. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. I used good. to live in Miami, so that's oh cool. really? Yeah, I used to live in Fort Lauderdale for how Pompano. long? I was out there. I lived out there for a year with my dad. And then I went to the Arts Institute of Fort Lauderdale out there for fashion merchandising. So I stayed out there for like two years. So I got friends, all that. Like, I have that culture in me just from living out there for that short time. They remind me of like young Trina's. And Ooh. that's what I like. Okay, I'm going to play. And I like I like that down south racket shit. I'm not going to front. So that's what my friend introduced me to. And then, oh, this is their new song that I love. Everybody's talking about them. Yo, they be talking some shit. <laughs> they're like, my, they're, their new album is my gym playlist. Like, Okay, I'm checking um, that out when I get into the house. They're really and my like my husband's gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> girl, the new 
it's like 16 songs on the new I guess you could call it a mixtape but it is really like I was like I don't know if cause you know how you know I was even iffy with like Cardi B's album mm-hmm. I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like it even though like I like the, the two singles but I didn't know if like I was gonna fall in love with her album and then the album was dope so with them they came out with they have they came out with Fuck That Nigga and then they got a song called Where The Bag At I was like those two songs are dope but I don't know how the album's gonna be and then they dropped this 16 song project and every song was like like you don't skip a song and i was like oh shit like i really think female rap is back nice. like so and i i don't know i like that they're from miami so you kind of get a nice balance because mm-hmm. you have like nikki cardi remy new york and then now it's miami and i feel like now you, you know you can still listen to your trina because mm-hmm. trina's still coming out with songs yeah. and then there's like molly brazy and all those other girls yeah, cuban savage i haven't gotten yeah. to Cuban Savage and I don't know what the other girl's name is. Like I haven't Molly Brazy. There's Sweetie, Sweetie, Cali. Yes, she, she, she has, has a song. big song out. Um, um, Icy Girl. Yes. When I heard that song, I was like, "Ooh, I fuck with this." Yes, it's, it has a good. Like, I like that. There's stuff out that like we could ride to because I feel like personally, well, I'm an R&B girl before mm-hmm. anything. Like I listen to '90s R&B all fucking day, um, and like early 2000s, but. But I felt like when it came to rap, like, I was just listening to, like, Future Drake, Migos, like, kind of the same people. So, like, now that all of these girls is out, it's like, I'm not even listening to the guys anymore. Like, now I'm strictly listening to the girls, and I just think that's fucking dope. We just need, like, a Drake-ish girl, and we good. Like, somebody who's going kind of rap sing-ish. Rap sing. But smooth, kind of, like... Okay, like, that would be like, like the perfect good. mix. Somebody gotta fill that void. And Drake like is like the people's champ too. So yes, somebody with that kind of like flow. Then that that's like the perfect mix because we got East Coast, West Coast, New York. We need that Toronto. <laughs> and maybe a girl that gets a heartbroken a little bit, like that sings yes. about because. That sings and raps sings and, and gets her heartbroken a little bit. You know bit. what song is dope? The song that says that has with Cardi B. Oh, I do. What I like, I do. I if, do. If somebody yes. comes out with that kind of style as an artist, a girl, uh-huh. I feel like it would be lit. That would be dope. Yeah. And it would be a nice balance because now all the music guys like, fuck these niggas, fuck these niggas, fuck yeah. everybody, fuck you, fuck your mama. Yeah. <laughs> I think we fed up. They got all these songs talking about us. Bro, we are. <laughs> I feel like right now, especially um, black women, like we kind of, we're tired, right? Mm-hmm. We're like... Not only is, like, all of this shit going on, like, in the world that we have to see daily with, like, the cop killings and white people calling the cops because we crossed the fucking street when we had the light, (laughs) like, for so many things. And I feel like um, women in general have been um, ignored for a long time. Mm. And I feel like now we're like, no, you're going to fucking hear me. And I feel like white feminism was like i don't i'm not here for like like the women's walk and shit like that because i don't agree with white feminism i, I don't think either. they've never been here <laughs> for a black woman i think the only thing that they want to talk about is abortion and shit like mm-hmm. that which important topics but there's like really crazy shit going on in this world with people of color and we're not gonna ignore that because you want free birth control like we like like (laughs) let's all talk about this shit together what i Um, hate is that when we talk about um black people it always becomes a civil rights issue and they always want to interject 
black um white women and gays and don't get me wrong i'm not homophobic at all i'm i love all my gay people mm-hmm. but we don't ever have that space where it's just about us they always turn it into something else like for instance the um the, the i don't know if you saw the video where the the what was she a comedian she did the parody of the video that childish Gambino yeah did the, this is america and turned it into a whole other like, I was like, thing and i'm just like this was about us like come on now i was like white people need to know when to be <laughs> like let me not touch that right that's some serious shit not gonna Before touch that. it like i saw it yesterday but you know what She's bugged out because Charlemagne gave her donkey of the day. And I guess, like, they pulled up some of her past tweets. And one of her tweets was like, we need to let slavery go. Slavery, like, none of us participated in slavery. Slavery is a thing of the past. We need to move forward. Why are we still talking about slavery? Bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's just like, when he was saying those things, I was like, she been lost. Like, mm-hmm. And she tried to make it seem like, oh, there were people of color in the video. And it, it was like, no, bro, don't, don't touch it. that. Like, Don't touch it. It he, wasn't needed. We didn't need it. Right. <laughs> and I feel... You know what? Someone else, an uh, Instagram comedian, actually a black guy, he did a, He also did a parody, uh, Blame It On Quay, the TT mm-hmm. person. I and I felt a little uncomfortable about that, too. I was just like, I know we like to laugh at shit, but like, I don't think that that was like... I don't think that anyone should have touched it. Like, I think it should have been something that he put out. Everyone has their opposing view. Some people was here for it. Some people was not here for it for for whatever reason. But, like, I don't know. I was just like, you know. They always do that. So, yeah. They don't ever get let let us black women just have our time. They won't even let black um, people have their time. So, definitely not going to let black women have it. So, that feminism... Out the window for me. Yeah, I've I've I was never here for it. I remember people were like, Are you going to a women's right? I was like, fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about us. Like they're out there they they're out there marching for everything but us. Yeah, like most man. of those people voted for Trump. So most That's of That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> when you uh looked at the numbers and shit, so like like, nah, I'm not marching with you, bro. Like fuck out of here. Even Azalea Banks, she voted for uh Trump. So it's like You're lying. Yeah, she said it. She was like, she said she voted for Trump. She said for a tax break only, and Wait, I was like, what? you know, you realize how many Wait, like what? she said that. Did she say that on a Breakfast Club? Yes. She said she voted for Trump. Yes. In the same conversation where she talked about Cardi B. I'm not lying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she I was need to like, watch this episode. She's in its entirety. She was like. I guess she said she was quote unquote like with him before he came out with like all of this racist shit or whatever. Well, I was like, I feel like since he started the campaign, he's been on some racist racist shit. shit. Um, But so yeah, she was like, the only reason why I was with Trump was for the tax break. So it's like, bro. And she's like, but now that he was talking all of this shit, like, nah, I don't fuck with him no more. Yeah, but you're one of the reasons why he's here. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people voted for him for some of the same reasons mm-hmm. and now they're just like damn I, I wonder how many other people of color that are in the other tax bracket voted for trump that we don't know about i'm not gonna hold you i feel like a lot tax break i feel like a lot 
I really wonder. Because I would have never thought that's the last person that I ever thought would say that they voted for him for a damn tax break. How much money is she making right now? Does she need that tax break? I don't know, but... Did, did Jay-Z vote for Trump? I, I don't think know. Jay-Z voted for Trump. Do you think Diddy did? I don't think Diddy voted for Trump. Well, if Jay-Z and Diddy didn't, I don't think... <laughs> Those are the two... I, I think football players... Mm, maybe some basketball players i think people like that i'm not, I, I think some rappers too even if they voted in general because right. that's another thing some of these people they ain't be on even tour vote. they don't even got time yeah. to be you know but as far as like the diddy's like diddy and jay-z i don't know because remember diddy did the whole vote or die thing at a point remember bet did that campaign it was yeah, like vote or die wasn't that for like obama and hillary well even before that that was way before that but i know he's into voting so yeah he might have voted for hillary but i'm just saying you don't got diddy money that's true <laughs> like yeah if you're not <laughs> really up there up there Trump, then what does it matter yeah he true. was grabbing people by the pussy during his campaign bro <laughs> so i'm still in awe that like the world um <laughs> so maxine waters who is okay. like my she my fucking shiro she she uh i guess was at the congress and they were arguing over they were trying to take this bill off that would like take off racial so basically like certain people in some category could not discriminate against your race Mm-hmm. And but Congress was like trying to like throw it away so they could discriminate. When I tell you, these white men were trying to speak over her, and she was like, "I will not yield," and I was like, "Yes, yes!" <laughs> like, shout out, so disrespectful. Shout out to her, like, it's women like that, like Maxine was. I was just like, I can't let women like her down, cause right. she out, she out here. She probably was Maxine was like a calm like seventy, and she still got the energy to fight. And imagine the things she's witnessed and been through as a woman. Exactly. Imagine the marches and all. Yeah, one of the things she said to him, and she was like, um, "Damn, my mom went blank," but she was just like. I can't believe that you y'all even like this bill is even up. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, y'all they're really trying to throw out a bill that says you can't racially discriminate. Like, this is what's that happening. That's what y'all want to do? This is crazy. And what the guy, happening? the oh, this old white guy was like, "You want to focus on this bill when we need to focus. Uh, what we need to focus on is making America great again." And she was like, "You threw that shit out the window when you voted for your president. What the fuck? Making America? Well, she didn't right. say what the fuck, but she was like, making America <laughs> great again. She was like, America ain't great. I was like, <laughs> live for her. Like, yeah. oh, okay. So let's get back to female rap. Yes. So yes. I was having a conversation. <laughs> with my friend and she was like i feel like a lot of the rap music that's out right now that is put out by a woman is like fuck that nigga take his money you know be your own bitch like don't get me it's like it's giving us a nice a nice little mix right a nice little mix of female empowerment but most of it is fuck niggas get money take his money with your money you know <laughs> shit like that and she was like why she was like, why is it only that rappers, female rappers like that can move forward? Like, why can't, like, why can't we have, like, a conscious female rapper? Or would it ever happen? And then I was like, well, there's Rhapsody. And the only reason why I know about Rhapsody is because of the Breakfast Club, because I listened to her interviews. But 
other than that, like I, I never went on to like check out her music, but I've heard the greats. Like Jay Z said, Rhapsody was dope. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not gonna tell me that Rhapsody is right. not dope if Jay Z said, said it. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and it didn't make me download her album, but I was just like, I, I know she's dope. Either way, so I threw that out there. But then I was just like, but damn, I, I still never like listened to her song. And yeah, so I don't know. It just made me think like, yeah, like we we can we have a J Cole female rapper i think we can um i feel like when it comes to it's a few things so i used to do music back in the days okay like seven eight years ago or whatever um rapping yeah okay what was your rap name what was it streetsy yeah okay okay, okay, okay. <laughs> i still have like old mixtapes on that piff or whatever i used to like rap with like freg billionaire and stuff and he's part of street fam and stuff but anyways that's neither here nor there in my opinion i feel like it's all about like the frequency right now we're like it's a certain type of beat and a certain type of sound that we just like right now whether you're into r&b hip rock, rap whatever it is it's just a certain sound mm-hmm. and you just have to stick with the times and know how to like i guess like ride it out just ride it out find so, your place in the right mix. so i feel like if you have a certain message you should just find a way to spread that message and have certain beats that we go on to hear like people are gonna it listen. is a beat thing yeah like so and I mean, a hook sometimes it's beats and hooks for me as far as like the whole jake Cole kind of woman he has a fan base, like a core fan Die base hard. that took a while to develop. So that's something that would have to be so Rhapsody could probably do it if she continues. But as yeah, far I feel as, like she has a good fan yeah. base. Like I feel like she in her genre, like what she's doing, I'm pretty sure she tours, she makes money. Yeah. Yeah. Could she be bigger? Probably. I don't really listen to her that much, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there's that void missing. Like it's not that we don't want to hear that. I think women we want to hear fuck niggas, and we also want to hear some shit that we could relate to as well. We're mm-hmm. not one dimensional. Like mm-hmm. we want to hear different things. But I don't think that um, a lot of the women that are starting music right now don't really have a love for it. I agree. It's not really. I think they're trying. They they're in hopes that they could follow like the Cardi B mm-hmm. trail. But I think Cardi B is like a unicorn, like a once in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't really think they love it like yeah, at all. Like literally now, it's just like okay, I'm cute. I got mad followers. Let me do music or let me sell eyelashes. Like it's whatever that I could do. And like I have a lot of followers. Uh, yeah. So if you could catch that song, if you could meet the right producer and end up with a song that gets those streams on. You know these streaming platforms and a label decides they look at you and they want to invest and put money into you then that's what's gonna go so i don't really think that it's the girls that have a message the actual message that are getting these deals but that's not really their fault i feel like if you have a message and you really want to get out there you need to learn marketing you need to learn how to get your stuff out there to reach the right people mm-hmm. and there's room for that it has to be because we have kendrick we have i don't believe that there's only room for it? No, not for streaming. Yeah, yeah. Not when they're streaming. You're not reaching your target market. And like, now I think it's easier to, like, like have your own. Like, when you think about, this is a guy, but when I think about The weekend and how he came in, like, he had one type of specific music, and it was, like, very dark and deep and moody. But people love that yep. shit. Like, I, like, I've been a fan since day one, I, and I remember I just never heard anything like it before. And we didn't know how he looked. We didn't know nothing. nothing. Like, I don't think we knew how the weekend looked for a good two years. 
Even look, SZA. SZA, to me, she has a different, completely different sound. Yeah, I just got yeah. into SZA with really? her, like, her, her like new that. album. But she's been out for a while. Yeah, and I, I heard her new project, and then I started listening to the whole stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is a consistent. This wasn't something that she just started mm. sounding like. So this is her sound. And I like her music. I like the things that she's talking about. She's very authentic. She talks about heartbreak and how she feels as a young um, adult, as a woman, trying to figure herself out. She don't want to shave her legs, and she don't want right? to do anything. And I'm like, damn, I feel you. And, you know, we have Janae. So if we can yes, have those different I types of Janae. women with R&B, then we can have it with vibe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I feel like y'all need to learn y'all marketing. That's you true. You guys need to put yourselves out there. But has there ever been a, like, I know there was, of course, there are, like, the goats, the Queen Latifahs, the, um, who else would I say was kind of, like, I would say Salt and Pepper was kind of conscious in a sense because they were talking about like safe sex mm-hmm. and things like that. And there's like Roxanne Shante, but I don't know, does she have a. So my whole question is what would be conscious, conscience, I'm sorry, the wine, um, <laughs> for a woman, a black woman, or an urban woman? I don't want to say black. Yeah, it's like. What, what would that, what would the message be? What, or what do we talk about? Because the men, they talk about their struggles as men and even just society and I what they go through. But what would we talk about? What would we talk about? Would that person be talking about being a single mother? Would that person be talking about? Yes, people we have are more Car- into stories. We have Car- Cardi B got songs where she's talking about her struggle with stripping. And that's conscious yeah, for to get people out. who strip. The first song on the album to me is like a, it's like a, it reminds me of Meek Mill's Dreams and right. um, Nightmares. And I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like, but like a girl's version. And when you think about it, it's like we had drug dealer culture and stuff and people talking about big meat selling coke. Like strippers are like the female version of the male drug dealers. Right, the hustlers. So there's a lot of women who, for them, that's conscious for them. That is true. Yeah, so I guess it all depends on what is more so like eye-opening for you mm-hmm. like what makes you be like damn there's probably girls that's like damn i felt that i need to get out the club yeah because okay f- for me right i listen to like i love the city girls and as you can hear like or most of the songs is about fucking niggas taking their money <laughs> don't take no nigga shit and even though like i'm not i'm not like that like i don't speak like that or whatever i still like I listen to it and I'm like, I take some things from it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, la- I'm not letting these niggas walk all over me. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Ye- yes, I'm gonna be my own woman, but yes, I want to spend your money too mm-hmm. because I deserve to because I gotta put up with you know, like. Right. So yeah, I guess it all is like conscious in a way when you kind of think about it. Like there are little things that you kind of take away from it. Like to me, when I listen to them, I'm like, this is like woman empowerment mm-hmm. for me. Like even though they say it in such like a foul way, like damn. But it's just like it's dope though. I feel like so like some of the topics, some of the things that we go through as women is like you know struggles. I would mm-hmm. say is like men cheating on us so we have that topic we got girls talking about that in songs right now so right. we can't say we don't have that we have single parents single motherhood and stuff but Who's how many how many women do you know can successfully be a single mom and also be a rapper and tour and be successful and have time there's none so yeah we don't have that message we don't have anybody talking about that because it's impossible mm-hmm. these men could drop scenes all over the world from coast to coast and talk about their baby mamas that's another topic they don't have there the needs to be a limit but <laughs> but as women <laughs> it's like very rare that as you're a rapper 
and you're able to be up in these studios with all these men all yeah. hours of the night and have your kids like so who's really going to be able to talk about that message without being a deadbeat mom simultaneously right you get what i'm saying so that message is out the window we can't talk about that um somebody could talk about domestic violence um, if she's experienced that, um, and Eve had about, a song like that, yeah, she had a song. We don't have anybody then, talking about that right now. I feel like Nicki Minaj had this one song where she hinted to things like I don't know if it was more so domestic violence, but it was like arguments and shit. I, I don't know she, pills and potions. I think she was talking yeah. About so like you kind of get she a touch based on abortion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In a few songs. Oh yeah, when she was like, my son would have been sixteen or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. But yeah, those so are things a that we bit. talk about as girls. But city girls could do a song like that. So what are people really asking for? Do they want a slow rapper? Do they want somebody that's gonna have those bars? Like what do y'all really? Maybe asking it's for? the bars. I think that's what they're asking for. But is that what we really want? We want the bars. No, nah, we, we want the message. We don't care about. I don't think people care about bars anymore. Because if people cared about bars, none of these people that we're mentioning would like. Right. They might have like a a few quick hot lines that you're like oh shit that was dope but like we want instagram captions that's what we want so mm-hmm. do we want songs that we can relate to yeah but we have janae for that and we have scissor for that and we have kalani for that and we have salon i for love that. kalani I love and i love her, her story yes. like <laughs> i just think genuinely like i don't know what it is about me but i just i get so soft when i hear like these people who like where like I was homeless and I didn't have and like all I had was the music like those are the stories that give me I'm like take my money like I, I'll stream like you got me and she I talks love- about it in her songs and her and like a scissor are like really close friends mm-hmm. and I saw one of her comments and she was like yes for us girls that was never supposed to make it and then like they both she commented that under scissors post when she like went platinum and I was like got like kind of emotional a little Yo, bit oh that like, is oh me God. I literally <laughs> I don't know what I saw on Instagram it was someone who was talking about one of their accolades and I'm literally there crying I'm like I don't know this person like, from nowhere <laughs> but I was just like this is beautiful so like I like wow like I love this stuff but I I really love Kalani and I mm-hmm. love that like I, yo the other day she had like just got her G-Wagon and she was like my nigga I'm not supposed to have a car right and I was just like that shit is I know beautiful. how that feels so when I see somebody like Damn, and it makes me feel like, yo, I could do this. I exactly, and I think that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So, um, we have girls like that that sing like that. Do we need to force rappers to sound like that? Like, do we really? Agreed. The message is there. If you looking for it, it's there. Like, there are people that are singing these songs. I, like, I don't know. Because I'm, like, devil's advocate a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we do need rappers that sound like J. Cole, da, da, da. but then it's like, that message we yeah i feel like music. now that we've like had this conversation <laughs> and we've and you know there's clear examples this is like yeah it's actually it's right there i think maybe i guess i guess what the my friend's argument would probably be is like it's not as many as men but it's just kind of like it's always been like that but i really feel like now like female like hip-hop is like really reaching like it's don't get me wrong a lot of it is trash but like there are like like even when I think about like Molly Brazy, Molly Brazy been out for years. Like I remember seeing her on Instagram years ago, and I was like, "Who is this little fourteen year old mm-hmm. pointing a gun at me on Instagram?" Like, who the fuck <laughs> is this? But she still and she just performed at um, Rolling Loud mm-hmm. in Miami, 
And those crowds were huge. And had people singing her shit word for word. I like so her like herself. She's mad adorable. She is cute. I'm like, but I like the Is she twenty now? Savage girl too. I follow her because her weave is always on point. Oh really? <laughs> Um, I like her. There's another girl from. Um, it's like a from- Tokyo or. There is a Tokyo. China. I'm not. Oh yeah, there, to- Tokyo. Who's a friend? Cuban Savage has a friend. There's a girl in Tokyo. No, she's not from Brooklyn. She's from Texas. Tokyo. I can't remember. Her but name. Cuban Savage has a friend. I don't know if it's like China doll. It's something like Asian doll. Asian doll. Asian doll. I think she's from Texas. Okay. She wears like the kind of big boots and stuff like that. She's cute. Mm -hmm. It's a whole bunch of them. And I'm happy because like what's dope to me is that a lot of them are like fucking with each other. Yeah. And it's not like they, you know, it's dope. Somebody needs to put. They get a nice little tour. That's my idea. Let me do it. What? Oh, okay. (laughs) They need a nice little tour. I feel like a good little female. Hip hop is a festival. Yes. I will go out there. I will go. I would go. Could you imagine a lot of if we had female Kalani, empowerment? Janae, SZA, freaking Cardi B, Molly Brazy, Molly Brazy, City Girls, all these girls. Because then you should. could, and then even like uh, upcoming girls, so we mm-hmm. could like get to know their music and stuff. And then a whole bunch of DJs, female DJs spinning. Yes, but, that listen, would be y'all, dope. Bet y'all take my idea. I'm suing y'all. Copy written, see on it. Now you should put it. To, I mean, there are festivals popping up everywhere, and clearly you get shit done. So. Yeah. No, it's something that <laughs> I've been be actually good. already working on. So All right. So we're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna go into it. Y'all didn't hear nothing. <laughs> I don't but, know if I got they kind of money though. If I could bring them out, but we see you get some sponsors. <laughs> That's always my thing. I'm like, spot, somebody helping putting these shits together. But, um, yeah, back to the music. I feel like the the message y'all looking for is out there. Y'all just it's not coming from who y'all want it to come from. So be honest about what y'all talking about. That is true. You discredit everyone who's putting in work and putting their souls into their music by saying that there's no music outlets like that. I think that's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like Remy Ma is a, a little mix of everything. It's like street, love, marriage. I I, I just like Remy Ma genuinely as a person. Like After seeing her on Love and Hip Hop, I was like, okay, I like Remy Ma. I love Papoos. I love the way Papoos roll for Remy mm-hmm. Ma. I was like, that's the type of love I need right there. I was a fan of her before she got arrested, so I yeah. always loved her. I remember the like, conceited... I know songs mm. that wasn't even the song out with there. Neo. Like she, she was just so gutter, and I'm just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I like the ratchetness. I just be liking the ratchetness with the music for some reason. <laughs> Me too. It's so funny because someone was like, "You're not even that type of person," <laughs> and I was like, "I like the message. Like I like it. First of all, the beats are good, but I feel the same way. They just say it in a different right. way. But I'm, I'm totally." Like, I'm with it. We're on I the agree. same page. Like, <laughs> trust me. Um, I don't know. I just like that. So, yeah, that's true. Like, we're getting what we need from a little bit of everybody. But I see a rise. I see a good thing going. Um, I just don't. What do y'all want from them? Do you want a rapper to come out and talk about being raped? What do you want a female rapper to come out and talk about that will be conscious to you from a woman's perspective? That's not already out right now are you saying that it's not on the radio do you want something that's because there's nothing really like that on the radio yeah period we got cold on the radio but it's not really like that much compared to the other records that's on the radio i don't think it's a female thing everything is like 
mumbly and future i still like that shit too though mm-hmm. like I, I listen to it all um I don't think, but also I don't know if rap is in a conscious place right now. That's like what I'm saying. I think there are your J Coles. I think J Cole is like in a league of his own. He do what the fuck he want to do. He release music when he want to release it. He has fans that are never gonna leave his side. Um, but like the majority, first of all, I think Atlanta's still on top, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they've been on top for like ten years, ten fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Like really been like kicking the world's ass and like. Now I feel like there's someone new that comes out from Atlanta um, all the time, like Lil Baby. I'm like, who the fuck is Lil Baby? Yeah, I don't be. I, Yo, he got I a song with Drake. Look, I, what? I you got to track. me. You got a song with Drake. You up I there? I'm like, especially when Drake put it on his page. I was like, oh, that's a real song. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's not a remix. It's not. No, right. It's there. You know, another thing I just thought about is that I feel like with the generations changing, culture has changed as well. So when I was like 20, 21, even 19, 18, whatever, I was not thinking about taking niggas' money and fucking them. Like, I wasn't thinking about that. Right. The most I was thinking about was, damn, I got to get this fake ID to get into this club, maybe, or like hanging out with my girls or whoever I had a crush on or like little things like that. Like, yeah, sure. I was still kind of grown, but it wasn't, I wasn't like, let me take this nigga money because dudes that age wasn't scamming. They didn't really have it like that. <laughs> they didn't yeah. have no money for me to take. They wasn't driving foreigners as 18, 19 years old. So that's relatable for the kids that are growing up right now or the, you know, younger adults. To them, that's what's going on right now. For mm-hmm. us, we probably like, what the hell is this? But to them, that's Yo, I always, what they're going through. I always say, like, I remember, I don't know one person that I grew up with that, like, didn't go through an ugly stage. And if it was, it was like, it was probably like a one, literally one person who was like literally gorgeous and everybody liked him or her, but everyone else looked crazy <laughs> in middle school and high school. And now these middle school and high school kids, like the girls, their faces are beat. What? Like, crazy. I didn't, I didn't start wearing makeup, like a full face. I really know how to do my makeup until I was like 24. Yeah. I was probably like 20, 23 and I still just now kind of figured out how to Same, do my brows. I'm, I'm still watching tutorials. I'm over here watching 20-year-olds do tutorials on how to do my makeup. And I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm happy that there's a lane for them. That's super dope. But uh-huh. I'm afraid for them, for their skin, and how they're going to look when they're my age. So. But also, it just makes me nervous to have a kid because I'm always like... Like, what are my kids going to say to me? You get what I'm saying? Like, I remember the things that I used to see when I was a kid, when I used to be like, ooh, I got to mm-hmm. make sure, like, my parents don't, you know, know that I saw this or whatever. Right. You get, and now the things that, like, you know, sex tapes get released on Instagram. Could you imagine? Oh, and- my God. <sighs> <laughs> I remember I was, like, 16. I went and got my eyelashes done at the um, nail salon by the Chinese people the real thick thick ass you know the Yo, lashes I'm talking about that hurt after oh a while cause God. they're heavy I came home my old was like take that shit off your face you're not and you can't even take it off exactly. like the shit is hard she was like you're not allowed to wear those till you 18 and I was like okay oops <laughs> I thought I was grown and it's just like thank God I had that at that age mm-hmm. cause what the hell would I have been doing out in these streets but these girls are out here 16 years old face beat highlighted lip liner hair done first of all they have bundles frontals brazilian not pack hair who's buying it for you (laughs) 
the prom dresses this year I saw one where the whole side was like literally the dress was meshed but just you know the boobs was covered and like the bottom part but the size and everything else was meshed and I was like mm, absolutely not if my daughter think that she's gonna come to me and say ma I want this all mesh dress for prom <laughs> or if my son's date shows up I'm like nah that girl fast like fast. nah Oh my god. He's gonna be like, Mom, it's not 1974. I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Like So my plan is I have two little sisters and I have a, a niece. Well actually I have three little sisters, but the other one, she's in Florida. Mm-hmm. So they're older, they're what, six, eight. So I'm just gonna stay, you know, keep in keep in touch with what they have going on by the time I have a daughter. I should be hip to whatever is going on because I got the younger generation putting me on to what the younger, younger generation. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of what my plan is because if this is going on right now, what the hell is going to be going on when I push out a seed? And I'm she's scared. Yeah, it's scary. You saw that picture that uh, Rihanna posted up where she was like, "Happy Mother's Day," and the baby was still attached to the umbilical cord, and it was the baby was taking a picture of the mom. <laughs> and my friend sent it to me, and I was like, oh "Bro, like that's literally the world we live in." The mom was like, "Had up the peace sign." <laughs> And my friend was like, my nigga, like, that's the world. Yeah, it's scary. Like, that's what we living in. And I was like, damn. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to pray for them. (laughs) Because with that, the STD rate goes up, too. Mm -hmm. And everything else goes up. Pregnancy goes up. Everything goes up. But then I would hope that now that there's more, like, resources out there, that people are also seeing those things. You get what I'm saying? We have grown ass men on Twitter talking about they having sex drugs. Oh so yeah, yeah, that I is true. And don't give a that. fuck, like at all. They promoting it. Like what? Who cares about condoms? And so I'm, I'm pretty sure they're spreading that towards the younger generation. With mad kids too. I was like, there needs to be a cap on like men and how many kids they can have. <laughs> no, I truly like. Especially if you don't have the proper resources and the money. I really feel like you shouldn't be able to have, like... You ever met... Like, my dad has maybe, like, eight kids. Seven to eight kids. And to me, first of all, how can you give with, like, different women? And it's just like... <laughs> Who can afford fucking eight kids? Like, even if you could afford it, it's impossible to have time or give them time person. and attention. Like, how can you, really, especially when these kids, they're by different women, so of course not everyone's gonna be in the same state, right? And um, my mom and my dad was in the army, mm-hmm. so th- you're even in way like you're That's moving even around more, even yeah. more. So when you think about it, it's just like I really do think like after maybe like three kids, like. It should be a cap on men. It's like or, no, or some type of like you have to go through some type of screening or something. If you're not like, diddy, you make this much, be married, have this. Have I that, totally and agree. Then you could continue. We need to do what China to, did, and you should have a mental like evaluation. That too. To even and also, are you gonna be in these kids' lives? Because <laughs> that has like. And are you healthy? Because what if you got diabetes, heart disease, all kind of stuff, and you just procreating <laughs> and you about to die next year? <laughs> they don't even and have leaving the bad. mother to be a single mom, which oh, we've seen man. time and time and time again. I think for both, though, not only men, women too. Because I personally, in Brooklyn, there's some girls up in Vanderbilt Projects and all these projects that uh-huh. have babies every year so they could keep their benefits. Really? Yes. Oh, you're not really from here. <laughs> you know? No, you're not really been here for. Well, I've been here for 11 years, but, but still, yeah, 
Yeah, that's the culture. That's the uh, culture. There are women who have babies every couple. I want to say every couple months because that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it gotta but be like, like, every two years so they could keep their benefits. Keep they don't you know they wick don't ever expire because they just get pregnant right again. Nah, I I feel like that's one. The government I will vote on the president who puts a cap on that as long as he not racist or nothing like that mm-hmm. or she. Like I feel like there should be a cap on like because you know how in China well China. They're crazy. Yeah. But you can only have one kid because they're overpopulated. So they're so like. What happens wh- if you have two? What, what happens? What do I know, you mean? I really think. Oh, I didn't mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I don't know if, like, they make you get your twos tied right after. Like, I don't know. And I, I know it shouldn't be. It's like I understand why they have a cap because China's like, first of all, we're overpopulated, but the the men to women ratio in China is crazy. Like I think there are more women in China than men. Mm. And so one thing that they do in China is like they have bids for their daughters. So like they all meet up in like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna call it a parking lot, but let's call it a parking <laughs> lot. They all meet up in parking lots, literally. Uh, people with single kids and they have pictures of their kids and like I guess they bring like they they like they'll bring a picture and then they'll write like what the kids like to do and like their IQ score or whatever and like they literally go like from parent to parent and see if they have a match to set up their kids to go on a date that's now I ain't saying we should do that I just want there to be a cap or how many kids people out here having but yeah that's what they do in China cause the there's more women than there are men. Well, I know the suicide rate is really high out there as well. That too. Like on the trains, they have like some bar. You can't even like. Yeah, yeah. I think. Also, uh, oh, you can't hop in. So you can't hop in front of the train. Yeah. And there's um, there's a suicide forest out there that people go to to commit suicide. Um. To commit it or to stop them from doing it? No, they go to... No, there are people who, like, who work for the... I guess they volunteer for the forest and, like, they'll, like, walk around. And, okay, I saw a whole special on it. So, <laughs> there's a forest that people... In, oh, the forest. Yeah. The people go in to hang themselves. Yeah. But some of the people, they stay there for, like, a, a week or two weeks. Like, they kind of go back and forth with themselves. Like, is this something I really, really want to mm-hmm. do? Some people do it. Some people don't. But there are people who have volunteered for the forest, and they walk around, and, like, they'll talk to you. They'll pray with you. They'll say, like, this, like, you don't have to do this. Well, mm-hmm. I, some people end up leaving. Some people, you know, do they'll it. find their remains there. Oh, my God. And, you know, they're, like, you can't. You can't go on social media. I don't think you could watch TV. I think there's maybe like two channels that you could watch. Like they're very yeah. They, it's they it's a whole Peppa Pig out there. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> like. Except Peppa Pig was too vulgar. I I don't think I've ever seen Peppa Pig. But. I mean, it's a cartoon for kids. On um, she did some episode where she hung up on her friend, and they was just like, yeah. <laughs> She's too mean. Wait. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Don't but I also me. think it's I, I, I also think they're all about controlling. Like I, I really feel like China is a very controlling. They want like, control. Yeah. Everything out there. What? Let me find this Peppa Pig thing because I don't want to mess up the quote, but I know for a fact they banned Peppa Pig on television. Yeah, like you. I don't think you can go on Instagram. You can't. You can't. Yeah, there's no Twitter. There's no Instagram. There's no nothing. 
But I'm like, what the fuck? People That's boring. What the fuck people in China be doing, bro? Like, how do you conduct? What if you want to start your own business there? You can't do shit. Damn. Yeah, you can't. I just thought about it. Cause now, like, your marketing is your Instagram. All your you marketing can do is work at a factory out there, basically. Yeah, or working on, I guess, be an investment banker or whatever. So, yeah, that that shit probably so boring. So it makes sense that people are trying to kill themselves. Yeah, get bored. That's just <laughs> yeah, sad. Yeah, talk about Chinese people killing themselves anymore. <laughs> All right, let's get off it. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let them know where they can find you again, please. You can find me on Instagram. My name is Streetsy. It's S-T-R-E-E-T-S-Y. And I'm also on Twitter with the same name. And, yeah. Hustle with the Gold. Hustle with the Gold.com. Um, you can also find my stuff at PiecesDramaSeries.com. You can YouTube Pieces Series and all of our stuff will come up there. Check me out. All right. Dope. Thanks, guys, <laughs> for listening. Bye.